For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters, where you can be the master of your domain. I'm Jonathan Frakes, and I'm your guest host this week. Um, filling in for Monty Khan, and this is a really exciting week. There's a lot going on in the domain industry. Um, first off, when I come back after the break, I'll have Nick Gurner from SEO Moz, and there's a really cool new tool that they've released called Linkscape that uh, we'll be talking to him live from the uh, SMX conference in New York City. Uh, but first, a couple of other things going on. Uh, I'm just back from a conference uh, where all the CCTLD administrators get together called uh, CENTR.org. Uh, a lot of good presentations there. The CCTLD administrators uh, really working hard to uh, you know, add a lot of integrity to the namespace. And uh, you know, one of the things I was asked to talk about was new uh, top-level domains, which is coming up in uh, 2009 into 2010, we'll start to see a lot more um, new top-level domains. So there's a lot uh, evolving in, in the uh, sort of uh, corporate space and in the uh, in the naming space. There'll be uh, a lot of announcements coming to the general public from ICANN leading up to the meeting in Cairo at the um, uh, in November. And, of course, culminating in the uh, Traffic Down Under conference uh, two weeks later down in Australia. The, uh, there should be a guidebook and specifications coming from ICANN uh, on, you know, how you can submit your new top-level domain. There'll be a guidebook that kind of goes alongside that. So for people who are interested in new top-level domains, there'll be some information about that. Also, we're really tracking closely uh, on a separate set of news. There's a... Uh, uh, case happening in Kentucky, which has to do with internet gaming. Um, uh, 141 domains, uh, uh, basically the state of Kentucky reached out to a number of registrars, asking them to surrender domain names as part of uh, 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 gambling uh, legislation. Uh, so the governor of Kentucky uh, reached out and basically, uh, you know, requested that the domains be surrendered as part of uh, Kentucky law. And there's a lot focused on this and how it, uh, you know, there's there's got to be fair treatment of all parties. Uh, the uh, There was continuous, uh, there was a, a lit initial trial that happened uh, from about 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. this week in Frankfort, Kentucky um, on the uh, on the 7th. Uh, the 
basically, uh, the ICA stood there, uh, filed an amicus brief, and uh, received a lot of praise and appreciation from the defendants in this case. Um, the judge has taken the matter under advisement and has indicated that he expects to rule in seven days on this. But at, at uh, sort of the crux of this is that the uh, uh, domains is property issue, domains uh, falling under the jurisdiction of Kentucky for uh, you know implications far beyond the state of Kentucky. Um, and uh, Network Solutions sent uh, some attorneys directly, which I want to you know, give my props to uh, Network Solutions for stepping up for their registrants as well. Uh, there's more information available about the Kentucky uh, session uh, at uh, www.thedomains, T-H-E-domains.com. And also um, there's a website called gambling91.com. has information about the, uh, the online gambling domain seizure. Um, so uh, what I'll do is go back to uh, our interview coming up. I'm going to come back from the break with... Nick Gurner from SEO Moz with some cool, cool technology that they just launched on. It'll be of great interest to domainers and also to people who are marketing uh, for brands and understanding how to make a link strategy around, uh, you know, working with their tools to help craft a fantastic uh, type of uh, campaigns that are, uh, you know, trackable, measurable, and also uh, can leverage uh, existing uh, sort of organic traffic. So we'll be right back with that after the break. I'm Jonathan Frakes, your guest host on Domain Masters, where you can be the master of your domain. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Geez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. 
I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO-ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article S-E-N-D-E-R.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, (laughs) master of my domain. Here's your host. And we're back from the break on Domain Masters, where you can be the master of your domain here on webmasterradio.fm. I am Jonathan Frakes, your guest host this week, filling in for Monty Khan. And I have a very big privilege this week to, uh, to speak with Nick Gerner from SEO Moz, who's uh, basically live from the floor at the SMX conference in New York. Um, yeah. Hello, Nick. How are you? Hi, Jonathan. It's great to be here. Excellent to have you. Um, and just for background, Nick is one of SEO Moz's in-house software architects uh, and, ser- and search engineers, and he received his graduate degree from Cornell University in database management systems and information retrieval. But he's worked uh, on the joint Cornell University Internet Archive venture, the Web Lab, uh, which is a database abstraction to the World Wide Web over time. And Nick currently works at SEO Moz researching and developing internet marketing applications of page authority metrics such as page rank, static rank. He also does uh, spam and trust quantification systems such as trust rank and large-scale data uh, web data sets. Uh, but one of the things Nick spends a lot of time uh, on is thinking about the search engineer perspective of search engine ranking algorithms and signals. Uh, and the objective of his work is to help webmasters and internet marketers understand how these things help searchers find what they're looking for and help content providers get their products and services in front of potential customers. Um, SEO Moz is located in Seattle, but uh, we're speaking with Nick from the SMX conference. Welcome, Nick Kerner. It's great to be here. And uh, uh, you wanted to point out uh, that uh, you're one of the software architects, uh, along with uh, Ben Hendrickson, of this new back-end data processing and management architecture of your product called Linkscape. That's right, yeah. Ben and I have been working really hard on this Linkscape in in all the ways that you were describing earlier about applying some of these uh, trust metrics and authorities and and making that available to to search marketers. Well, 
you've got a new flagship product, and we'll get to that. But what other tools do you have on the SEO Moz website? Well, I think SEO Moz has been putting out tools. Um, sort of the the biggest one that we last launched is called uh, Trifecta, and where you know where we're collecting all of this third party data, and that's sort of been the traditional mode that SEOs have worked under. You know, looking at Google uh, blog search results, looking at uh, Yahoo Site Explorer results, getting all that stuff. So, so all of our tools, like uh, like the Trifecta tool, like our keyword difficulty analyzer, and on general sort of SEO standbys like rank checkers and things like that, we've been providing that stuff for for about five years. Wow, and and keyword difficulty. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, yeah. Um, so the keyword difficulty tool, what we do is uh, you put in some of your keywords, and then we're going to look at a lot of different factors that measure how competitive that space is. And this is, you know, this is based off exactly the kind of stuff that we um, used to do in, in all of our consulting, and now we do a lot less consulting. We still do a significant amount of consulting, but so we, we've taken all of that knowledge and sort of distilled it down, and you can plug it in, and, and in, um, in about a, a minute or two, you get some results that suggest how it's competitive, and not just how competitive this is, but why it's competitive. You know, is it, is it competitive because there's already a lot of people ranking for this, or is it competitive because there's a big search volume and there's some big players already in that arena, and that kind of thing. So we can break it down and give you some real quantitative metrics about that. Well, that's that's awesome. And Trifecta, um, I love the name because it really you're you're combining all these third-party metrics. Um, tell us just a bit more about the Trifecta product because it yeah, so sounds... Trifecta we launched uh, a few months ago, and that was that was the culmination of sort of all of our our tips that we've been using in house for a long time, in terms of uh, looking at all of these metrics. And I mentioned some of them before about like Google Blog Search and Yahoo Site Explorer and Technorati, and I mean all these people that have great metrics out there, sort of combining them under a single umbrella. And we, um, it's actually called Trifecta because we can give you a score about an individual page, whether that's an internal page or if that's your home page and, and how you're doing in that optimization. Or you can do it about if it's a blog, you know, what's the, what's the penetration of your blog? You know, are you, are you making inroads inside the blogosphere and on which blogs are you making those inroads? And uh, about a domain as a whole, you know, thinking about all of the different pages and, and all the different domains that are endorsing you and, and all the, you know, are you getting news mentions in there? Is your brand name out there? And that sort of thing. So that, that tool sort of combines all of these third-party metrics that, you know, SEOs spend a lot of time digging around and trying to collect and copying and pasting into spreadsheets and that sort of thing. And we put that all up together put in a little extra intelligence about how we weight some of these factors, and then we can give you a single score and then break it down into each of the factors. Well, that's that's something I think domainers really look for because it gives you a central location for all that information. And, exactly. and so um, among the other SEO standards, um, you know, like Rank Checker and on-page SEO analysis and IP address lookup, et cetera, what other tools do you have? So in those, I think you mentioned one of them, like the rank checker. I know lots of SEOs want to track um, their rankings, and they, they want to be able to look it up and see, well, you know, where am I ranking right now, and, and what, are the, what are the good keywords that I'm strong in and weak in. So we've got that sort of thing, and then there's lots of, uh, there's lots of, I think basically every SEO uses a tool like that. We've got something called the crawl test that's going to go and hit your site, and it's going to look for potential problems that you've got in terms of you know, 401s and, and 302s and 301s and that kind of thing. 
this uh, IP location lookup. You can actually put in an IP address, and it'll tell you where that where we think that that is uh, geographically located, because that's a strong signal to the search engines about which uh, which search engine you should show up for. Whether that's you know if it's a UK uh, site or if it's an Australian site or if it's a French site, that sort of thing. We've got a, a couple of, of cool tools about on-page SEO. One is called the Term Extractor, where you put in a URL and we immediately tell you what um, what song that page is singing in terms of what keywords are being used in, in the title and, and being used in the headers and things like that. We also have uh, the, uh, the Term Target tool, which is actually going to tell you um, how well we think your page is, the on-page factors are optimized for a particular term or query. So it, it's sort of a, it's like a big toolbox. I mean, and that, I think that that's exactly how I think we, we lay it out. It's, it's, you've got all these different tools. You can pull them out. You can use them. Well, that's awesome. And it sounds like it does some geo stuff as well. Exactly, yeah. I think more than, uh, more than half of our traffic comes from international SEOs. So it's definitely, it's a huge market. And I think uh, it's, it's growing fast and the search engines know it. And uh, we know it too, right? It's a big it's a big audience we have to cater to. Well, it's, it sounds like you're doing it well, and and you know I was gonna. It probably doesn't do you justice to call these like Swiss Army knife kind of tools because it sounds like uh, you know there's some a lot of elegance built in. Um, so this is this is really awesome. Well, so so how did the company get from point A to point B? I mean, uh, you know, can you tell me a little bit about how you put it all together? So I think. Uh, Jillian and Rand started a long, long time. I mean, they started you know back in '97 or something like that, and they were doing web design. And then from there, they moved into some SEO consulting. Really, when when SEO consulting was was very new, um, I think about five years ago is when SEO Moz, in its sort of current uh, form, came out in terms of providing education and starting to provide more and more tools. So. So as as I think Rand and Jillian were doing a lot of consulting, they sort of started to roll some of that knowledge into blog posts, into articles, and into these tools. And um, they continued to do that for a few years, building up an audience and building up a you know an, an asset library of of these tools and articles. One year ago, um, about almost one year ago this month, I think they took a, they took a, a venture capital uh, funding. To, uh, so that they could invest in, in not just sort of, like you were saying, a Swiss Army knife. I mean, clearly valuable. Lots of SEOs need it and use it, and, and in, in really invaluable to have those kinds of tools. But to, to get venture funding to do something big, something really, really big. And that was sort of how we came to where we are today, and what we've been working on is exactly that really, really big project over the last year. So, Nick, the... Um this is a great set of tools, and there are other tools out there. Um, you know, how do you how do you fit in competitively? I'm hearing that this is a lot of uh, I don't know. I have a I have a basis for tools where you know some of them I call nice to have, some of them I call need to have. I'm hearing a lot of need to have in your product line. But can you tell us what differentiates you from you know other people's uh, types of keyword tools out there? Yeah, I think that that's a great question because you're, like you said, that there's a ton of other tools out there, and the one thing that um, I've noticed. Uh, since I've been at SEO Moz, has really been the the how we want to educate as well as providing a tool that we're selling. And, I, and there's certainly some products out there that do that, but sadly, I think the vast majority of the products that I've seen, they'll give you a single measurement. They'll say, oh, you know, you're a you're a five out of ten, 
right? Or, or this keyword is, you know, that you should use this keyword, but they don't tell you why. Then they're not going to give you that education piece to it. And I think that as SEO is going to uh, evolve and it's going to mature, you're going to see more, um, you're going to see less of a need for, for just a, a, a quick answer and more of a need for, for real creative thinking. And, and people are just going to start to demand some, uh, some reasoning behind it. So one of the things that we do is in addition to saying, oh, you know, that iPod is a competitive term, we actually break out why we say that. And, and not just, you know, that, oh, that there's uh, you know, tons of searches. Nearly, you know, I show right here, I'm looking at the tool myself, nearly uh, three quarters of a million searches last in yesterday. But we actually quantify how, how big that number is. And we break out all of our factors. And then we show you um, who is currently ranking there and why they're ranking there. So we want to provide high-level quantification, and we want to let you drill down into those uh, metrics as well. So you can get the why as well as the what. That's that's great, and this is um, a good opportunity, I guess, to talk about something really cool, really new that um, that's going on there. You're you're expanding out the team. Um, you've got things going on. Um, you know, with with the venture capital coming in and giving you the opportunity to develop everything out. Um, now, that's turned into a culmination of this new product called Linkscape. When did you introduce it? Tell us more about it. So we actually just it. launched it two days ago at SMX. I think we were, we were really excited to, to get a chance to come to SMX, to, to have a booth there, and to launch it in front of this audience. And, you know, coming to SMX East, it's a whole, it's a whole new audience for us because really, we, you know, most of the people that, we've, that we know and have talked to in the past have been on the West Coast. So we come to East, we launch uh, Linkscape, and sort of the way that I think about it is I sort of think about it like, oh, you know, I'm at a company that took venture money and did everything you would need to do to build a search engine. I mean, we, we've got all of the data processing, we've got all the right metrics, we've got all the right research, we've got the right talent in-house. I mean, I think we've grown, uh, we've more than doubled the team since uh, taking venture money. And so we, we've really hired on to, you know, some of the, some really great people. I'm really uh, pleased to work with some of these guys, and I'm, I'm pleased to work on this project to, to sort of, you know, not, instead of serving search results, we actually sort of open up the black box and expose all the factors that are going to go into ranking, the things that we would be using if we were trying to compete with Google, for instance. This is, this is great. And uh, so it was introduced, if I understand correctly, two days ago. That's exactly Literally right. Literally. Very new. new. But the buzz is already really high. I'm really, I'm really excited to see all the independent blog posts talking about it. I mean, people saying, oh, these are features that you guys need to include, but a lot of people saying, this is amazing. This is really the you know biggest thing to happen ever, and that's that's sort of how we think about it. I mean, we're really excited about this. Well, it's great. It's a great uh, product, uh, you know, announcement to get that sort of uh, sizzle out there on the, you know, the blogosphere. And so you've got sort of a thundering herd of signups, which is great. It's always a positive thing. And, uh, you know, it sounds like it provides a kind of a comprehensive view of incoming and outgoing, excuse me, outgoing links yeah, to and so from a website. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we, we have a, an index of the web, just like uh, just like any search engine does. I think we think that we're um, we are definitely smaller than than uh, the major search engines. But then again, we just 
launched two days ago, and we're always growing. We know about links in. We know about links out. We've got um, all the data processing that you need to do on that kind of data. And then we've got a web front end that's going to show you, you know, you can put in any URL you want, and you can see our view of the, the links that go to that to that uh, website. And we give you a, a sampling of it, sort of a, you know, we, we take all the links and we stack rank them, you know, the links that we think are the most important. And we sort of cut the, the top off the cake, and we're going to show you the uh, the, the right amount of, of sample to, that you can then uh, you know, page through in, in your web browser and get a sense of why is this page ranking well if it's ranking well, or why isn't it ranking well if it's not ranking well, in, in, a, in a way that you've really never been able to do before. I mean, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of great link tools out there, but I think that none of them have the kind of first-party data that we have. None of them have the kind of comprehensive view that you, you really do need, unfortunately, to, in order to, to understand the structure of the web and, and how users are going to see you and, and how, more, maybe more importantly, how search engines are going to be seeing you. And uh, it looks like you're, it, you know, the web lab, which was something you helped with uh, back at Cornell, the Internet Archive, uh, you know, that was something that kind of constantly lives and breathes and is crawling all the time and, you know, constantly updating. So it's not just like a stale snapshot that dies over time. Oh, you're, you're constantly crawling and, and how often do you update? That's, that's a great point. Yeah. So we, we are constantly crawling. We're right now, we think the updates are going to come every 25 days, but, you know, just having just launched two days ago, that could definitely be the kind of thing that we tune, uh, to, to, to best serve our users. But yeah, we're you know we the next update I think is scheduled to happen in in probably just a couple of weeks actually. I bet the the guys back home are probably already busy on that right now. Well, that's I mean this is uh, this is a cool tool. And so just to give an idea of a context, what what have you indexed so far? I mean, what what's the what's the universe look like so far of uh, of what's indexed? So so right now we have about thirty billion uh, URLs. And uh, 200 billion links, 150 or 200 million domains. So the, I mean, those, those are really big numbers. I mean, it's kind of hard to understand. The way that I think about it is, if, if the if the whole World Wide Web is like a big disk, and there's a center to that disk, which is sort of the the tightly linked uh, pages and the the pages that matter. And and I've heard this number again and again from a lot of different very reputable sources that sort of, although the web might have 50 or 100 billion pages that that have real content. Maybe about five billion are, are really quality pages, are pages that users want to see. So I think we've got about the the middle fifth of that disk, um, and so that's I think that that's that is an, uh, uh, enough to be a comprehensive view of the web. And I think that there's there may be startup search engines that start up with less than that. And as far as uh, as this goes, so you're tracking links, domains, pages, and tying it all together. Um, how many links? Then have you tracked how many yeah, domains that's, have you tracked? That's exactly right. We, we, so we've got 200, uh, 200 billion links, and um, if you plug in, you know, if you, if you plug in your, your domain, you can you can see instantly um, the numbers of, of external links and, and breaking out no followed and no followed links and that kind of thing. So it's um, it's quite impressive. I think ev almost every demo we did at SMX, we had um, a very good view of the data on. I think there might have been a couple people. Uh, from an international audience, that that's sort of an area. The the next area that we want to focus on is making sure that we've got good international coverage. But um, I, I, in, other, in every other respect, I think it's it's been a, a a huge success in terms of the the amount of data and the quality of our data. 
and you you pull in uh, you know Google and Yahoo uh, rankings. So in international markets, are you pulling in you know for example the Yahoo information? If you were looking at Canada, are you pulling in that information from Yahoo and Google Canada? Well, um, so I'm really how- glad that you uh, that you brought this up because. Um, while sort of all of the, the previous tools we've done is we've relied on these third-party uh, data sources, and, and I think that basically every SEO tool out there does this, is it's going to pull in exactly what you're describing, and, and the good ones are going to pull in the right data sources. What we're doing is we're actually providing the first-party data. So we're not, we're not going to Google and asking Google, oh, where are you ranking today? And um, in fact, we, we've tried this in the past, and the, the trouble is, is that when you try to pull in the Google rankings, you're going to get so much variability. It's going to be so difficult to to give really measurable results. So what we're doing is we're we're doing our own data calculations. We're doing our own, you know, we've got our own algorithms. We're basing it off of sort of the state of the art research, and we're we're all shooting for the same stationary target, which is uh, how do you um, and analyze pages and links for relevant rankings, right? And so shooting at Google and trying to pull in their data is like trying to hit a moving target, right? And r- rather than hitting that, trying to aim for that moving target, we're aiming for their destination, right? And, and I think Google's doing a great job at it. Yahoo's doing a great job at it. And Microsoft is doing a great job at it. And they're all moving really, really fast towards that moving, uh, towards that stationary target. So if you try to aim at the search engine, you try to pull in, wh- you know, what's your ranking? What's your page rank? What's your, what's your page strength? Whatever. If you try to pull that data in, you're going to get um, results, results that are going to be unreliable, that are not going to be actionable sure. because they only reflect what's going on today, not what's going to happen well, tomorrow. Certainly, certainly, there's a lot of fluidity to uh, to it. And so it's like shooting a bullet through about uh, 15 feet of jello, right? You're going to exactly, get exactly, exactly. You're not going to hit the target necessarily. Well, and so you also, though, you track links, and why do links matter? So that's a that's a great question, and and this is something that came up a lot at the conference too. Is why do links matter? And links matter because it's a it's a model of editorial endorsement, and I think it's always going to be a model of editorial endorsement. And to the extent that it's not, you know, there's a lot of work on that. But the idea is, is that if I'm a, a webmaster and I'm writing a blog post and I'm going to link out to somebody else, that's sort of a measurement that. I see this as being a, a positive resource. It's something I want my users to go to. And so the search engines, when they see that, and it, I mean, it's not just Google, it's not just Yahoo, it's not just Live. I mean, there's a huge body of research that suggests that this is uh, so. That, that that means that the, the search engines are going to look at that and say, oh, you know what, this link sort of is saying something about this other site. It's an independent endorsement. You know, if it's an external link, if it's an internal link, it still says something, but maybe something less. And, and we've seen uh, a lot of empirical results. You know, a lot, a lot of our experience backs this up. And uh, so I think that that notion of editorial endorsement is, is really, um, really fundamental to the web. And it's part of what makes the web great, I think, is that we have a very explicit way to endorse other content providers. Well, that's awesome. And, and it's, uh, it's not just quantitative, but it's qualitative type of uh, tracking you're doing, right? I mean, how do you keep the cruft out of your uh, system? You know, how do you, um, can you talk a little bit about you know, yeah, yeah. So, so we have a we have a bunch of different metrics, and we think it's um, sort of. I know that the search engines talk about having you know 200 or 300 or 400 signals. I think we we take into account uh, maybe a few dozen signals, and we we sort of boil that all down into 
um, some of these these metrics, like Moz Rank, for instance, which is going to measure that editorial endorsement that I described. And, and it is going to take into account, you know, that this is a great site that's uh, endorsing you versus this is a site that nobody knows about, nobody's linking to it. So why is its link going to matter to you? And, and we can actually quantify that and and measure that, that the quality of the links. We have another measurement called Moz Trust, which is gonna it's gonna measure some of these effects. That, I mean, everybody talks about oh, get.edu links, and and that's that's again that's going after sort of the moving target of Google. But what Google is really interested in is identifying sources of links that are intrinsically trusted by users, and those often turn out to be .edu sites or .gov sites, and so we can measure that as well. And internally, I bet that what we're doing is uh, very similar to what Google is doing because you see those .edu links get gamed so frequently. But if you're if you're going to really go after instead of you know just .edu links, if you try to measure the effect, if you try to build an algorithm that can that can do exactly like you said, sort of cut the the the, the cruft out of the system, and uh, identify the links that are passing really good you know juice. We you know I think everybody in the industry sort of calls these this juice. Um, measure that juice in a very quantitative way, in a way that breaks out all of these different dimensions in terms of trust, in terms of popularity, and all these pieces. So yeah, and we we rank those links. We can show you the valuable links. We can show you the the unimportant links, and we can show you you know this across a whole domain. Well, so you know, I love speaking about juice because that was one of the things I wanted to point out. Um, sort of a I'll call it a uh, a closely held tool is the juicy link finder that you oh, have yeah. on the site. Um, you know, that's some of the uh, sort of the, the dark art secret uh, kung fu moves that mm-hmm. uh, some of the, I think, the more savvy uh, domainers out there are using to look for old domains with high page rank. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the juicy link tool? Yeah, so in the, in the juicy link tool, um, the idea is you want to find some uh, some some links that you could that you could acquire either you know that that you can you know, submit your link to a, a directory or, or or you can find a domain that's already out there just waiting you know it's it's shut down or whatever but but that's going to actually make a big impact in your link profile and that's what the juicy link finder tool does um, and I I think you can you can plug it in and you can get sort of a CSV result of of you know what 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 uh, what links you could get. For a given keyword, which I think is really important, a lot of people are interested in doing this because they've got keywords that they want to rank for, and they're not really sure how to build that. I mean, or maybe they are, and that's part of a, a whole broad campaign of link building, you know, organic links and paid links and, and links that they're going to be acquiring. And I think, um, you know, it is a big picture, and you certainly do want to you want to balance sort of organic links, and you want to make sure that you've got enough of those. But you know, a, a few key paid links can can uh, make go a long way, actually. So yeah, that's what the Juicy Link Finder tool is doing. I think. The, the Linkscape suite, actually, so one of the things that it does is it'll actually do a what we call the comparison report, and you can plug in a few different uh, sites and see the, the specific links that are, that are contributing to, to your competitors, maybe, and, or, or to, to you know, whatever the leaders in a particular field are. And then you can identify exactly what those links are that they have that maybe you don't have. And so you've got something that will help with... Um you know, the juiciness, um, and then you've got something that kind of helps, I guess, blur out the spammy results or the, the cruft. Now, these are great tools, and then as far as, let's say, I want to use this tool for, not necessarily for domaining, but maybe I'm a brand manager, and I'm, you know, in charge of my brand's online presence, 
I can obviously use it to find ways to structure keywords, but it's also tell me about its uses as a competitive research tool. Yeah, this is this came up uh, again and again when we were demoing it to some some really high end uh, people, some some people that may, maybe I shouldn't mention their name on the air, but um, what we would do is, is like I was suggesting earlier, we've got this comparison report. They would uh, tell us what what it is that they're trying to rank for. We would pull it up in in Google or we'd pull it up in Live and see who's currently ranking there. We pull in sort of the top five people, let's say, plug it into our Linkscape tool, and we can see um, instantly we can see some sort of high-level statistics about who uh, the the metrics that we've got in terms of, like I was mentioning earlier, the the Moz rank and the thing that you keep bringing up, the sort of the the trying to cut out these spammy links, this Moz trust metric. And so we can see a few things instantly from that. We can see sort of the the effect of having a keyword in the domain name, and, and I mean. Again and again, we see this, and, and these are things we've known in, in, from experience, but it's hard to quantify that. Now you can actually plug it in, and you can see, wow, I'm, I'm sort of beating them along every axis. Obviously, they, you know, there's content differences also, but you know, we've got, we got all kinds of great content on our own site, and we can't beat them. And we notice that one of the big things is the domain name, is that the domain name has the keywords. Then we have uh, some tools that are going to let you to drill down into that, identify the, the keyword uh, I mean, both the keyword strategy in terms of anchor text, as well as uh, the, the just the raw linking strategy. And one thing that we've seen, uh, I think we've seen it a few different times, is uh, we've seen that there's a lot of links out there that you can get from trusted sources. Like I think the, the government compiles lists for uh, for you know the citizens all the time. You know, the, the IRS has has people that they recommend. The I think uh, there maybe fueleconomy.gov. You know, you can go there and get a list about how you can get the the best uh, the best kind of cars and who the best car manufacturers are. And those are links that if you're not there and your competitors are, you could be really missing out on a lot of that juice, right? On a lot of that endorsement. And so it's um, you know without a tool that can show you those things, that can quantify these things, that can sort them, that can show you what's important, you really can, can miss out on the whole game. Well, and, and this is important. Um, what what about uh, you know as far as uh, uh, you've got links uh, that you you work with that that may be missing what your competitors have links from, um, and you know how does a person work with that, and how do they intelligently plan future campaigns with some concrete and measurable goals? Uh, for their SEO campaign. Right, yeah. So, so I'm really glad that you brought that up in terms of the planning stages because that's one of the big... I mean, we've talked about sort of the competitive aspect of our product, but one of the big things is to uh, to plan a future campaign, to set realistic goals. And I think it's really difficult to do that with SEO. I mean, and that, maybe that's one of the things that makes SEO so hard. And, and I know in PPC it can be a lot easier to, to make these concrete goals because there's already been some uh, measurability in it. What we're trying to do is to provide that kind of measurability. So you can see exactly where you are today, compare yourself to your competitors, identify your weaknesses, and instead of saying, oh, our, we- our competitors are ranking better than we are, and that's our objective, you instead you want to say, our competitors have three times as many links as us, or our competitors, they maybe they don't have three times as many, maybe they've got half as many, but their links are all of much higher quality. So we need to build a link-building campaign about around getting more links or getting more high quality links or converting some of our existing you know link assets however they're however you measure that and making sure that we can convert that inventory to uh, higher quality inventory you know work with um, work with our affiliates or, or whatever it is to 
to tune the anchor text to to make sure that that um, you know when people are writing about us that they're they're linking to the right pages that they're not just going to our homepage but they're linking to some of our internal product pages that kind of thing and I think it's uh, it's been such a difficult uh, uphill battle for SEOs to do that kind of quantitative planning with measurability with you know concrete milestones with with goals about how we're going to measure these things it's been very difficult to do that in the past and I think we're trying to we're, we're trying to change all of that for for the whole industry. Well, and it sounds like you take a little bit of that out. So you can track juiciness without the squishiness. And and folks who manage from spreadsheets, which, you know, the people who typically will cut the the price, uh, cut the checks for us to do, uh, you know, targeted campaigns and whatnot, need that measurable sort of uh, concrete goals as opposed to, hey, I just need a check for this much. And, right. you know, we're, we're going to shoot a, a spaghetti cannon at the wall and we'll take what sticks. So that's really good to have that measurable type of aspect to it. Um, and let me let me just kind of ask you a little bit. Um, there's an interesting element uh, which includes evaluation of links. Uh, so can you talk just a little bit about that? I mean, you, you pointed out um, the qualitative versus quantitative um, aspect to this, but how do you how do you do the valuation of links? So. Um Every page or domain has sort of uh, its, you know, o- overall power, right? And we, we can quantify that, and the search engines do that. We, we do that with MozRank. But the, the idea is that that MozRank is really, um, if you if you want to drill down into that, it's comprised of, of all of your different links, right? Each link is going to be contributing. We, we call it, mo- you know, the amount of MozRank that's being passed along this link. So that's the idea, and I think that this is a concept that we've actually never seen anywhere. You know, we've seen that sometimes people will, will sort of give you some kind of score about where you're getting your links from, but they don't tell you how good this particular link is, and that can vary widely, right? You could have a weak page that give you a strong link, and that could be from a lot of different factors. The, the one that we're really focusing on today, you know, two days after launch, obviously, uh, is that um, how, how many other links are they giving out? Because you know, you don't want to you don't want to get that link from a, a a big link page that has hundreds of links on it. You want to get that that one link from a you know some a nice great blog article that 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 links to you. And and there's not a whole lot of other links to sort of uh, you know drown out that link. I, you know, I, I've heard this this metaphor of uh, the song that a page sings to a search engine, right? And and you want to make sure that the choir is small so that your uh, your song is being sung most strongly. So we, we do measure that for every link. We can see that this link is contributing 10% of your power, while this link is contributing less than a percent. And so you can, you can actually measure that. And I mean, in such a quantifiable way, you can say this link is actually 10 times more powerful, maybe 10 times more valuable. And it, there's a little bit of a, you know, you're going to have to use some of your own expertise in there. But on the other hand, we, we do give you the numbers, you know, we, we give you the, the raw data. So that certainly is a great place to start in terms of understanding that this link is 10 times better than another link. Well, and a lot of your audience is domainers, um, and it speaks directly to the value of your domain, right? Um, so if you're, if you're positioning a domain name for sale, for example, uh, especially to someone in the online marketing field, I think they're going to be caring a lot about the number of search-related elements to the domain. So I, I think there's a value associated with those links. Right? Absolutely. I mean, like I was suggesting, you know, if you're if you're a domainer and you're trying to buy or sell a domain, you certainly want to do some analysis in terms of um, what is this domain doing today. 
who's linking to this domain, who, you know, you already know who the link domain is linking to, so you can do some analysis on them and you can see, oh, you know, we've got a ton of links out to these people and we can actually quantify the contribution that those links are doing, right? I mean, you could sort of say to these, you know, you're going to acquire a domain, let's say, and you can say to some of these other people, oh, we're going to acquire this domain. We've already got all this great content. It's aimed at you, and, and it's contributing this amount to your profile. And you can look at an existing domain that you maybe are, are thinking about acquiring, and you can say, oh, you know, this, this domain is very well positioned. It's not just positioned because we can see it from the rankings, which, which could change, right, overnight. I mean, but we can, uh, we can see... Um, that the uh, what the existing link profile into that uh, domain is uh, across a lot of different pages. Maybe there's a there's a strong internal page that you don't know about and you won't know about it unless you can get this kind of data, or that the home page is very well internally optimized and that's why it's ranking well. But there's no external links, right? They're, they're just they're, no one else is talking about this domain. So if you're going to acquire it to like 301, let's say, back to your own site. That's not going to make a huge difference because their whole ranking power is based on their internal linking structure. And I don't right. think that you've really been able to do this before. Well, that's that's great. And it adds a lot, I think, to the pedigree of the value of the domain. And, you know, I think domainers are really looking to, um, you know, as they're, as they're looking to development and PPC and other ways to drive, um, you know, some value and money out of the domain, this is some great ways to... Um, to look at uh, how the domain can can work, and it sounds like Linkscape and the other suite of tools at, at uh, SEO Moz are going to be really helpful for domainers. Well, I hope it's been a successful conference for you out at the uh, SMX conference in New York. And uh, your company's based in Seattle. I'm based in Seattle. I may sneak by the office there and uh, uh, you know meet meet some of the folks there. It sounds like you've got some really yeah. exciting things going on. We always love to have visitors. Yeah. Well, uh, Nick, I really can't tell you how much we appreciate uh, having you on. It's been a privilege to speak with you. Thank you well, so thanks much. Thanks so much, Johnson. And once again, the URL uh, to uh, the SEO Moz is uh, seomoz.org. And we've been speaking with Nick Gurner, who is one of the in-house software architects and search engineers. Thank you again, Nick. Thanks. I'm Jonathan Frakes. I've been your guest host here, filling in for Monty Khan on Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm, where you can be the master of your domain. We'll talk to you next week with more exciting content. It's been a privilege. Thank you for listening and downloading. And we'll talk to you next week. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.